Hello and welcome to the Bees Knees Podcast. We're your hosts, Ben and Brittany, and if you haven't already, please download this episode. And make sure to check out the link in the description where you can find links to our socials and Discord. Happy listening. You know, I have to tell you, I'm feeling pretty good about this episode. <laughs> I know we're just starting recording, but before we started, you rolled a d20 and was like, let's see how this is going to go. And it was a nat 20. Yeah, baby. So I'm, I'm feeling like I'm on the top of the world right now. Nothing can stop us. <laughs> Nowhere to go but down. Best episode ever. <laughs> anyway, we got tattoos this week. Yeah, we did. And that was fun and exciting because they're really addicting. It's been a while since we've had yeah. tattoos done. I was a little disappointed because we were in the same room getting tattoos. Mm-hmm. And the best part about getting a tattoo for me is looking over and seeing those like face twitches when you get a real bad spot. Yeah. But... You were a brick wall. I've never been a good candidate for that because <laughs> I have a fairly high pain tolerance. Yeah. And you just like you guys were chit chatting about this, that and everything. And I mean, I was I was there was bits of mine in agony. Yeah. And well, you just nothing. I mean, to be fair, our locations were very different. <laughs> my location is my arm, like my forearm. And it wasn't even the underside, it's the top side. So it's really not a sensitive area and pretty easy to, like, I would say that was the easiest tattoo I've gotten. Yeah, whereas mine was six inches from my junk. <laughs> it was, oh man, there was, I had a cover up on my thigh. Yeah. Because I made a, a mis- I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and there were, I saw you looking at me. Yeah. And I could tell by your reaction, I was given good faces. Yeah, you were. Because <laughs> there was some bits where I was I was just like, I don't know if I can get through this. I don't know if I can get through this. But I had a secondary panic. Yeah. Because I was just like, this is pretty high up my thigh. <laughs> I don't know how my body is going to react. Like... With all of this pressure and pain, like it was bleeding a bit, mm-hmm. like there's blood flow going to my upper thigh. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a man <laughs> and things happen when blood gets flowing. And I was so nervous that just like out of pain, my body was going to react with a just like a full salute. <laughs> And like, what would happen? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like you had extra anxiety because you're just like, what if? Yeah. Like, and that's something that you have to think about. I never, ever have to worry about anything like that, God, which just, just makes this extra amusing for me because you women are just living the dream. Yeah. We have it so easy. <laughs> Gosh, everyone wants to be a woman. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I made it through. And we did not have any awkward moments. Thank heavens. Yeah. <laughs> God, I just don't know what I would have done. Does that not make you wonder about the people that actually do get their penises tattooed? Because I would imagine oh. it wouldn't be easy to tattoo a limp dick. So. <laughs> but how awkward to tattoo a hard one. A hard on. <laughs> So here's the thing. 
if you're getting a tattoo on the aforementioned area, do you do you prefer it flaccid so that it expands? But when it's not, oh yeah, it, then it'll be all like, shriveled up tattoo. It, yeah, if you get a tattoo <laughs> erect. When you're not, it is just going to look like a shrinky dink okay, version. <laughs> so basically, this conversation has taught me one thing. Yes. Penis tattoos are for showers, not growers. <laughs> <laughs> we like talking about movies and TV or TV and movies because we're the bee's knees. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I don't care how old you are. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats just like... Dirty toilet humor. Yeah. Fart jokes. Dick jokes. Like crude, yeah. funny. Yeah. Which we watched Bob's Burgers movie this week. Yeah. We went out and saw it in theaters. Yeah. And the way that they weave dick jokes and fart jokes and the like yeah. into like exaggerated but seemingly normal conversations. Mm-hmm. Man, it's great. It's classic. What that what a good movie. It was. I was really really surprised, pleasantly surprised. You always get kind of worried when they do movies. Like I don't know if you remember, obviously you do remember. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> the Simpsons movie. Yeah. And it just wasn't as good as the show, I don't think. Yeah. And this, I was so you're kind of skeptical going into it like, oh, you love the TV show, but that's only in like 20 minute increments, right? Mm-hmm. How are they going to do a full length movie and it's still be good as good as it is in 20 minute shows and it was i really really liked it yeah i i think it was great because one you worry that it's just not going to live up to your expectations Mm -hmm. but two you think is this just going to be a long episode yeah what is the difference between like a a two-part or three-part episode yeah and a movie yeah, because Bob's Burgers also does do the odd two-parter episodes where mm-hmm. it's kind of like a longer plot and it goes into more than one episode, but it, it didn't feel like that at all. No, and I liked it because it stayed true to the animation style, mm-hmm. but it kind of gave it some flair, some panache. Yeah. The intro scene, it kind of had this like 3D pivot around the building moment mm-hmm. to kind of set it apart. And it just felt cleaner and crisper. Yeah. And- it was more movie-esque. Just more refined. Yeah. And the plot was great. Yeah. It was definitely like a a movie plot. Mm-hmm. Kind of had a little more oomph to it. Yeah. Um, I can only think of a handful of episodes over the, what, 12 seasons? Yeah. That kind of had the same the kind same. of gravitas of a plot. It did remind me a lot of the, epi- the two-part episode where Bob and Fish Odor get tied under the pier yes kind of has the same sort of vibe but a little more expanded upon. yeah drawn out yeah um a lot of great music numbers the opening song like almost ties uh bad stuff happens in the bathroom (laughs) like that will always be my favorite bob's burger song but the opening number like you've got diarrhea You've got emotions. Yeah. What more do you want? (laughs) And then there was the... uh, The cousin. The cousin, yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, the only 
part of the movie that I was kind of feeling like I didn't really so much enjoy it was so at the beginning of this musical number it was funny we have a cousin of Felix and Mr. Fishoder and he is singing horribly <laughs> and it was funny to start it was jarring and just like bad funny yeah but then it went on way too long and I was like this is becoming less and less enjoyable and amusing the longer it goes. When is it going to end? <laughs> but then it ends and gets back to the good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Every... I mean, that's my only complaint. It's not really a big complaint at all. <laughs> no, it's like a 30-second complaint. Yeah. Um, everybody should go see this movie uh, so that they make more movies. You know what I liked about this movie, though? Tell me. It told me things that I didn't really know was a question that I wanted to know until it told me. Yeah. Like, for instance, it talks a little bit about Bob's mom. And, like, there was always that kind of pretense there that something happened to his mom. Presumably Mm -hmm. she passed away, and that's the truth. But it actually has a scene of Bob's childhood, like a memory, and his mom. And it's something that's, like, very heartfelt and warms your insides a bit a little warm fuzzy and it's something i didn't even think that the show needed but it was just nice to have yeah i think that's the draw it's it it's not a critical thing but it expands upon this little world we've been given yeah in a nice little way and then the other thing was louise's hat yeah kind of gives more context to, to the hat to the relationship to the hat yeah which is i like it i just thought it was like one of those cartoon tropes you know how like in um certain shows you don't see people's faces especially in 90s cartoons where yeah. like their heads are cut off and you yeah. will never see their face and that's just that trope i just kind of thought it was the same thing that Miss like Bellamy we will from powerpuff girls yeah or <laughs> in in the proud family oh yeah the whiz yeah there's just certain characters that you just don't get to see their face and that's fine. And I just figured Louise, we would never see her head. Like we will never see her <laughs> hair underneath that hat. And I hope we never do. <laughs> I mean, I, that hat is just part of who she is. Like what would Louise be without her hat? Remember the episode when she loses her ears? Yeah. <gasps> she got that hoodie on. Yeah. One of my favorite lines from the movie um, it's just like kind of a quick throwaway line. They're talking about the hat. Um, I've had the hat since I was like in preschool. preschool. And so it's just like, so what I'm taking away from this is your head hasn't grown since you were in preschool. <laughs> and it was. And her response was, some people are just born with the perfect size head. <laughs> <laughs> Poor <Everybody> Linda. Everybody <laughs> go watch this movie. It's great. I can't stress enough. If you like the TV show, you will love the movie. Yeah. And even if you don't like the TV show, you'll probably love the movie. It's great. I just don't... Is there a world? Like, is this a world where people don't like Bob's Burgers? God, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) We we watched some episodes of Stranger Things to kind of carry on where we were at from there. I'm going to admit to you, I'm having a hard time being fully invested. Mm -hmm. With how we reacted to the first two episodes... We were coming in strong. Yeah. We had our concerns about the amount of characters and kind of the amount of storylines. Yeah. And it's losing me. To me, there are unnecessary plot lines and kind of too diverse of a 
I don't know if it's like the arc or whatever. Yeah. But there's just, there's so much going on and about 80% of it I just don't care about. Yeah, I'm finding that the drive to actually continue watching it is coming more from dedication. Like we've already put in how many years of watching the show and we waited so long to get this season that now it's like I almost feel obligated to keep watching (laughs) rather than it's actually compelling me to continue watching. And so I will keep watching for those (laughs) reasons. And that's, I am a little bit compelled. There are some things that I am interested to see where it goes. But like you said, with all the different characters and they're all in different places and the story is still very branched out, it's hard to continue to be really compelled by the story because you get into it and you get focused on one plot point and then next thing you know you're back in russia wondering what's happening with hop and you get defeated because everything that just happened seems to be for nothing yeah and it sucks because these episodes are like an hour and 20 minutes yeah so you have you get invested in your like I'm invested in Vecna. Yeah. I want to know about Vecna. Yeah. But then I spend 40 minutes of the episode just diddling around doing other things. Right. And I'm just like, tell me about Vecna. Tell me about this D&D guy. Yeah. Like, I want to, I want to see the upside down. I want, I want stranger things. Yeah. I don't want Russians capped. Yeah. Like capturing Hop and putting him in prison and how is he going to escape? And and that's the thing. I I was all for Joyce and was it Murray? Yeah, I think so. Going to get him and getting him and bringing him home. Yeah. To be involved in the plot. But when they get there and it immediately turns south and goes to the next level of how do they get out of it. Right. Like I audibly sighed. Yeah. When it went to shit and I was just like, oh more of this yeah because you just wanted it to be over well and how many episodes into it are we four Four? yeah we finished there are seven so Mm -hmm. we are past halfway of this first part yeah still no closer to having the band back together right yeah and to go off of what we said last week about there being a lot of characters millie bobby brown had mentioned about how there's getting to be too many and like maybe some characters need to go away die off i don't exactly know how she worded it and i was saying like oh mike for sure he's kind of a dick this season but now even he has kind of turned around he apologized to will he is being a little bit less of a douche yeah since him and l got separated and it looks like max is the one that's kind of potentially going to be cursed by that yeah but i still don't i feel like she's gonna somehow overcome it and be released well, of the curse. Yeah, she's got that song. Speaking of the the song drawing you back, I saw a really funny TikTok by the girl that plays that cheerleader Chrissy. Mm. Um, and it's just like, um, I don't remember the setup, but it was basically just like how she gets away from Vecna. It's like in another world. And it's uh, it's her like in the trailer with being right. possessed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden wet, a- wet ass pussy comes on. <laughs> And it's just like that she starts bopping. Yeah. And it's just like, and that's how she out, gets... Vecna. She's got that whap. <laughs> oh, gosh. But is Max really completely free of the curse? I don't think so. No. Like, yeah. So I feel like they're going to do something. She's going to be freed of the curse completely. And I still am not convinced that 
she's the one that's going to be killed off if any of them are getting killed off this season. Yeah, I don't think any of the main characters are going to get killed off um, cause, uh, or one will be shown to be killed, but there's, oh, there's a sign. They did right. it with, with Eleven. They did it with Hopper. Yeah. Like, it's just... Well, I feel like Eleven and Hopper are two characters that you can't really get rid of, but... But, you... I mean, if you got rid of Hopper, how would the team be any... It's true. Like, at this point, if he had have died at the end of season three, for real, yeah, then they could have continued on. It's just because he was so great in all those seasons that we wanted to see more of him. This is not what I wanted. Like, no. I'm a full Hopper fan. I loved him for the whole series. And I still do really like his character, but I'm just not interested in this story. I agree. And I want, I think the best part of that is the dynamic between him and Eleven, right? Like, yeah. they were both... She was missing a father. She never had a true proper father figure. His daughter died. They filled those voids in each other and helped each other be better people and learn and grow together. Yeah. And now they're separated again and everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Honestly, after that dynamic and his sacrifice at the end of season three, mm -hmm. that would have been a perfect culmination of his arc. Yeah. Because it went from being just this broken drunk asshole to realizing that he has this other person that needed him yeah and coming through to help save things yeah you know i also am not liking what this season is doing to joyce's character either like yeah. in season in all the other seasons she's a very loving intuitive mother like she knows yeah everything even when everybody's like no you're crazy like your son's dead she's like no he's not that's not my son i don't know what that creature is but my son is still alive this season she's just completely been like out of the picture she's not paying attention to the fact that l has been bullied relentlessly since they moved she's not noticing like the signs of depression in her because of that if she is she's not handling it at all will also has his own stuff going on that we don't know yet because there's so much other shit going on that we can't focus on him and his issues and she's just like yep gonna go to russia or like to alaska to save someone from russia but i'm gonna tell you it's for this yeah and stupid like job i i was about to say yeah she just left her kids to deal with this invasion of vecna she but doesn't also, know that part they think that the upside down is completely done with yeah so i guess like no but she, she's completely she's just leaving her kids at home when... but she's completely dropped the ball on the fact that they just moved pick up their whole life uprooted yeah. everything and they're not transitioning well and she just is just like okay bye yeah on a hunch that hop might be out there <laughs> yeah it's not a good look for her it just isn't, it doesn't seem characteristic of her. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, um, the, the Dustin and Steve plot. Yeah. Is where I'm, where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. Um, cause Dustin always is kind of in the thick of it. Yeah. Whether it was like the, the underground Russian base kind mm -hmm. of thing or this season where he's found out Vecna and all this and he's he's kind of the the crux of the the main plot with the bad guy right 
So that's what I care about. And any character that is related into that, Max is in it now, Lucas is in it now. Mm-hmm. The rest I just don't care about. I know, yeah. Stop showing me. Well, we'll see where the rest of it goes. And then we'll be at a standstill till we wait for volume two. Yeah. But those are our thoughts and feelings on that show for now. <laughs> <laughs> then another quick kind of recap update. Um, we watched episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And... Watched it twice. We got into a little twice. bit of an argument because I was right and you were wrong. Yes, I <laughs> I admit you were right. So I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Because we got uh, such excellent villainy, mm-hmm. such as Freck. Yeah. He is, I saw this thing that was like, he is one of the biggest examples of excellent minor villains. Because he's just... Your average guy right? who is going along with this tyrannical force mm-hmm. just because, like, we all want a little order. A little order wouldn't, do, wouldn't hurt. Right. Does not care what happens, but, like, a little order would be nice. Right. And doesn't matter if he's selling out this man and child mm-hmm. because, hey, I'm just, you know, going with the flow. The Empire's doing a good thing, right? A little, it's, it's peaceful and orderly around here right so because they killed everybody yeah (laughs) (laughs) so peaceful now that nobody lives here it just goes to show that in times where there is this brutal government Mm -hmm. they are not the only villains right everyday folk can be just as like evil yeah minor it's hey you should check out these people in the back of my truck because it's the evilness in the ignorance of it and the fact that they're just content to just blindly follow along without knowing the the actual damage it's causing doing nothing they're hurting only hurts the oppressed never the oppressors Mm -hmm. i heard heard that podcast (laughs) 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 um yeah so we've got freck now the real villainy here. Yeah. Um, there are two two scenes that are terrifying. Yeah. Um, there's Darth Vader mm-hmm. entering this town. Yeah. After they have Obi Wan and Leia have gotten there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll kind of set up a few things that Vader did that were just vicious. Yeah. There was him walking through the town and just pulling random people out to try to lure Obi-Wan out to, hey, mm-hmm. if he's here, he's going to try to stop me. Right. I mean, he was a little zealous on that because he pulls this dude out, chokes him to death. Yeah. Then what I thought was just the wife came out and then he snapped the neck. Mm-hmm. This is where you were right. It was the... Dude's child. Yes. That came out and got his neck snapped. Vader is vicious. Yeah. Because the kids have been watching this. They love Star Wars. They're like nerding out with you on all the Star Wars things all the time. And so like we watch the show ahead of time and kind of warn them that a scene is coming up. They might want to cover their eyes or whatever. Mm -hmm. And this one was especially like worrisome because there's that scene 
And I was like, there's like a kid that gets his neck snapped. And it's very brief and quick. And if they cover their eyes, then they won't know what's going on. But then you're like, no, that was just a woman. That was a grown ass And I was like, nope. The kid watches his son or the kid watches his dad get choked to death, runs out because he's like devastated and traumatized, then gets his neck snapped. Then the wife comes out and holds her dead child. As yeah. Vader carries on on yeah. the hunt and for Obi Wan, I watched that and I was like, "Oh, that's rough. That's, yeah, that's much more brutal than I thought it was." And now and she's just left, having had watched her husband be strangled and her son have his neck snapped yeah, for really no no reason. reason. <laughs> but oh, it's so peaceful and orderly now. <laughs> And then after Vader kind of chases down Obi Wan, mm-hmm. he lights the ground on fire and starts dragging Obi Wan through, through it. it. Oh yeah, that so was so like now it's your turn. Your turn to be punished. Yeah, and it's like, what a fucking psychopath. Yeah, Th- that's the Vader that like is implied through all these years, but you never get to see. Yeah, and it's just just the ruthlessness yeah. of it all. And then the other bit that is just very scary mm-hmm. is right at the end when Leia is running away through the tunnel. Yeah. And then Reva is there. Yeah. And she's killed the guy that she was going to meet. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, uh, like, don't be scared. Come to me. Right. And it's, it's so menacing. Like, yeah. And it's just like, we know who she is. Yeah. She's a bad lady. Well, and Leia's a pretty smart kid. Yeah. Like, she'll have seen that dead guy on the ground and likely piece it together that this girl is bad news. Yeah, but it's just like... Too bad. It's not like she can escape. Yeah. <laughs> she can run. Like, she's pretty nimble. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see... Like, every week after Obi-Wan, I'm excited to see where we go next with it that's the exact response with the kids too yeah. every time the episode ends oh now we have to wait till wednesday <laughs> it's just like yep that's what everybody is saying but we got some huge things in this episode the biggest one that i was super excited when they were in that little like behind the door bunker mm-hmm. and there's all the signs from jedi who have gone through and just people escaping it's yeah. just like quinlan was here which I mean, the only person I can think of is Quinlan Voss, who is a really dope Jedi who kind of embraces the light side and dark side. He's kind of walked both paths um, from the expanded universe mm-hmm. and like legends um, and has probably been reintroduced into like Marvel canon through the new comic series. Um, but he's just a really cool Jedi that I would love to see on screen. Right. So that's what that's the prospect that I'm most excited for. Yeah, I'm I'm still really enjoying the story as it goes. Like I know I don't have the investment in the characters or the knowledge or the just like being a hardcore fan for all of my <laughs> life, but I still enjoy the story and where it's going and I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm very thankful for all of this short form Star Wars media. So that we both can enjoy it. Yeah, because <laughs> if they just, like, how many movies have they made where it's just like, oh, Star Wars movie, and you're just like, no thanks. Yeah. Find somebody else to go with. Like, I'm just, I could not be less interested. I tried. I honestly really tried to get into Star Wars several times with the original trilogy and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
I just really struggle. I get overwhelmed with it and I lose focus because I just don't get a lot of things in a row. You know, like yeah. there's just a lot of things in a row that I'm, I like go right over my head. Mm-hmm. And then once that happens so many times and I'm not picking up on even some of the plot points or some of the characters, I'm just like, okay, I, I've lost all investment into this <laughs> because I, I can't keep up with it. There's just yeah. too much knowledge that I just can't seem to absorb. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm, like I said, I'm very thankful for all of this all of these Star Wars mm-hmm. shows that, that make it easier beca- for me. Yeah, because they are open and closed more or less in each episode, mm-hmm. they kind of give you I can, an amount you can I digest. I can test the waters, dip my toe in a little bit <laughs> without being fully submerged into everything. And I get to just geek out about Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. And it's great. Best of both worlds. So the end of last week, mm-hmm. I had a notification on my phone from Prime. TV and I don't really get a lot of notifications from them and usually when it does it's like you like we don't watch a lot of stuff on prime TV I feel like (laughs) and so any time that they do are just like hey check this thing out it's like a desperate attempt remember when you watched Invincible yeah to come back and watch something else yeah it's just so it just feels like a desperate attempt to get me back as a viewer and I and so I like looked at it briefly before wanting to dismiss it. But then I noticed that it was saying that the boys was out and I had completely forgotten that it was coming out so yeah. soon. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought it was like months away. So I instantly screenshotted it and sent it to you because I was just like, what? Yeah, like, I oh remember my gosh. getting a text and it just being like, what the fuck? Yeah, because I forgot I forgot that it was coming out so soon. Well, and as soon as I saw that, I immediately felt overwhelmed because I think I didn't say what the fuck. I think I said, holy shit, something like that. But I felt overwhelmed because we're in the middle of watching Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. We've got Obi-Wan coming out weekly. Now we have the boys like we had a couple of weeks of just nothing. I mean, like, man, what are we going to watch? What? What do we consume? Mm-hmm. And now it's just like here's everything. How do we find the time for all of this? I find it really funny too because all of the things that we're watching are so different, right? Yeah. Like Stranger Things is very sci-fi and D and D kind of a little bit in yeah. there, and then there's Obi Wan, which is Star Wars, and yeah. now we've got the Boys, which is like superheroes gone bad, <laughs> and. So there's just like a really strange mix of different genres happening. Yeah. It's not even like it all kind of ties together at all. It's all so different. Well, and it's so inconvenient for us <laughs> because two out of the three shows are... Wednesday releases? No, I... This... Like, yeah, but they're scary. Oh. We can't watch them during the day. Obi-Wan, we can watch with the kids. Yeah. But uh, can't watch Stranger Things with the kids. Oh, no. Cannot watch <laughs> The Boys with the kids. Oh, no. No, we cannot. Uh, we were like five minutes into watching the first yeah. episode. And our faces were so funny. <laughs> because it's like right off the bat, you just get these really awkward, uncomfortable scenarios that just, I don't know, they make you make weird, cringy faces. Yeah. At. Like the first one was there's a sex scene in the bathroom 
with, uh, I forget what her name is. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. The the redheaded girl that does all the like PR stuff. Yeah. And she's like screwing the producer of the stupid lame movie that they were all in <laughs> in the bathroom and just like he she's belittling him and he's getting off on that and then she's just like, Oh, I'll pull my hair. It's like, Oh, well that's a relatively normal kink. Like that one's pretty common. Yeah. Whatever. So he's pulling her hair and she's just like, Pull it out and he rips a chunk of hair out of her head and it's just <laughs> like, Holy shit, like what is happening? And I don't know about you, but I was just like shocked about it. Yeah. I know that I probably was making a funny face at that point because I was just in disbelief that he had just ripped a chunk of hair out of her head and the last couple seasons when her hair is falling out because of all the stress that Homelander causes her she seemed like panicked about it yeah and now, now she's, she's like, just like gladly yeah like I'll be bald I don't give a fuck but it doesn't give you a moment to kind of take that in and like process it because the next scene we've got termite at a party yeah doing literal mountains of cocaine mm -hmm. because he's itty bitty yeah then his partner's like i want you inside me yeah and he takes that way too literally i think he was intended to take it i literally. know but like it's not exactly what i had in mind exactly when he said that so cut to this close up of the tip of a penis yeah and him crawling inside and similar to the first season, how it captures you with that shock and awe of... Uh, Did they really Huey, just show that? Huey's girlfriend yeah. getting just run through. Yeah. And just... Blown goop. all over the place. Um, He's inside of a dick. Yeah. Pleasuring it. Getting very misguided directions to go to the, the prostate. prostate. I don't think you'd find it through the urethra. I don't, I don't think so think. either. Like, I'm sure they're kind of, it's, Maybe I've never been in there. my penis, but I, I'm <laughs> oh sure God. it's like close. It's a very penis heavy episode. But I, I don't think that's how it works. But then because of said mountains of cocaine, he, uh, he sneezes, mm -hmm. goes back big and. Yeah. And there goes partner. <laughs> I just. I feel like this whole like this whole scene was very uncomfortable for me watching it just because I was it was just so unbelievable like not this is the everything in this show is unbelievable because yes. it's not real but that's not what I mean just the shock value of it was just like how are they really sh is this really where we're going with this <laughs> that's kind of the disbelief that I'm in and just like watching it is very disturbing because again you never expect to be shown someone walking through a penis this is a way different uh episode of magic school bus that I did not see okay <laughs> and I'm just so shocked by it but then there's also you who's mortified for a completely different reason just because you have a penis you're just like I can't like this is just so uncomfortable At for first, me. First, I was sitting there thinking, I don't think a tiny man rubbing his hand on the uh -huh. inside would feel as good as he's showing. And then I was shocked for a different reason. Yeah. Just being like, oh, he just thanest him. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so 
bizarre. Yeah. But that's what this show is. Like it tests boundaries and then it immediately follows it with such a compelling story that you can't not watch it. If it was all just like pushing the boundaries of what can we show on television, how like gnarly can we get with killing people, then I feel like I would probably lose interest in yeah, it fairly the, quick. The shock would wear off yeah. very quick. But this rest of the story is just so amazing. Yeah, like we have Huey working for the government with Head Popper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've, like I said, we've seen two episodes. Yes. Um, so we've just seen Huey discover that she is Head Popper. Yeah. And kind of where to go from here. We have... Uh, Butcher visiting the kid, being visited by Homelander, Mm -hmm. having a very tense but, like, mature Also, he's got a uh, relationship, like, purely information source relationship with Maeve. Yeah. Who's been leaking information from the, the Seven headquarters. Yeah. And trying to help take down Homelander from the inside. Yeah. And she's the one that gives him the compound V that gives yeah. you temporary powers, which he takes by the end of episode two. Yeah. So in the comics, he ends up like the boys end up with superpowers. Yeah. I don't think because you know how they're like, oh, we're still working out the kinks. Mm. I don't think it's just going to be temporary. Right. I think he's going to end up. With this, and he's going to have a whole new variety of self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then there's... Uh, Starlight? There is Starlight She's becoming the co-captain. co-captain. Um, who I was thinking was Frenchie and is it Kamiko? Yeah. The girl? Yeah. Who go to um, Scarlet Crimson Countess. Yeah. And the uh, the the bullet guy. Yeah, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> um, but just trying to find out about Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, what killed him? Because maybe what killed him could kill Homelander. Which, if I'm not mistaken, he's not actually dead, is he? Soldier Boy? Yeah. Like, no. So we're going to find that out soon. I assume so, yes. And the Crimson Count S... Yeah. Just killed a guy in, at the theme park in front the of a bunch of boy, yeah. kids. Yep. Sorry, I was like getting caught up because Butcher referred to her as the Crimson Cuntless. Yeah. Because it's like how many times can can Butcher work in cunt into his right. dialogue? <laughs> so I was just almost fumbled up <laughs> on that one. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on, but it's not the same problem we have with Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, <laughs> this is how you weave several plots together. Right. Because, yeah, they're separate, but they're kind of doing, the, like, they're working yeah. the same angle. Right. And then in the end of the second episode, which is what is really where this season is going to take off, mm-hmm. we have Homelander blowing up on TV because on his birthday uh freaking Stormfront yeah who is alive in his house or something he she's in the seven building yeah seven headquarters building and he visits her a lot and they still have 
kind of a relationship somehow. Yeah. Very bizarre. Yes, she bites her tongue off and then commits suicide. Commits suicide drowns on, on her own blood. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be doing his his birthday save. Right. There's a girl who's gonna jump off a building, and then he sees this, and he, he scares the shit out of her yeah. with all of his like. You know, I'm you're, a god. I'm a god, stuff. and they still shit on me. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think I want to do it anymore. And he's just like, jump. And then he so, flashes his laser eyes. And yeah. She's, she's like, forced to jump. Yeah. So was this? This was all a setup to get his numbers up. Yeah. Okay, because I wasn't sure, and I thought maybe she was suicidal and then started having second thoughts and he was just like no you're up here you're gonna commit suicide and follow through on what you decided but now talking to you it was just all a ruse and she was just an actor potentially potentially yeah and he she was supposed to jump knowing that homelander would save her yeah but after seeing his meltdown was just like i'm not gonna jump because i don't feel confident you are gonna save me and he's just like you are fucking jumping yeah. And then she dies. <laughs> viciously. Yeah. As everything in this show. <laughs> yeah. Like, does anyone not die viciously? A vicious, gruesome death? Yeah. So we have insane Homelander mm-hmm. who appears to have people on his side because Milk's ex-wife's partner partner was, like, getting off on the he fact was that he was so excited that Homelander was just like... They're trying to control me, so if, oh, if yeah. they've been controlling me, they're controlling you, but no more. And he's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I just like, I got blood pumping in my upper thighs, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> so how many more people are going to be on Homelander's side? All the crazies that were on Stormfront's side. I know, but like, what is Homelander going to do if he does not feel restricted by Vought anymore? And the only thing that was really keeping him in check was the fear of not being loved by the people. So, but it seems like yeah. now he doesn't give a fuck. And so, so if this there's nothing. Real him gets him that love. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, we're screwed. <laughs> then we have Head Popper, yeah. who has kind of been found out. Um, we'll f- see where she goes from this. She is from this orphanage. There's a bunch of soup orphans. Yeah, that accidentally killed their parents. Yep. But also, who adopted her? Yeah, freaking Stan Edgar. Mm-hmm. God. There, there's, this is the exact opposite of Stranger Things' problem. There's so much going on, but it... In draw, a good way. It draws you in in such the perfect way. Yeah. Because it all relates to each other. You have all of the boys coming together to kind of figure this out. Then Huey is bringing his head popper problem to it, which is still going to tie into that. Right. But it all culminates, all of it, with what to do about Homelander. Right. And it's... I'm ex- I'm excited. Once once we're done this, I think we're gonna go watch another episode. Yeah. Well, we only have they released three episodes to start yeah. the season off, so we only have one more episode to watch before we are stuck waiting until Friday. I'm not sure. Something like that. Yeah. So, 
It's going to suck. I hate the waiting game. I'm such an impulsive <laughs> person. I want immediate gratification. See, I like all of these shows being weekly because whenever a show is dropped all at once, mm-hmm. like I remember the first time, the first season of Stranger Things. Yeah. We watched it all in like a week. Less than that. But like we watched it all at once. Yeah. And then we were just like, well, one now. That's true. And we had to wait for a year and a half for the second season. Also, the other thing too, though, is that we are too, we're too irresponsible to have that self-control. Yeah. And it's like, if we're watching something and we're really invested and we're binging it, it'll be two in the morning and we've got to get up at six to go to work. And it's like, (laughs) should we watch another one? Yeah, we'll be fine. And then (laughs) next thing you know, we're zombies at work because we stayed up too late because we are still children and can't actually put ourselves to bed when we should be going to bed. I want to know what shows you guys get caught in that irresponsible children phase and stay up till two in the morning watching because you just can't help yourself. (laughs) Let us know on Instagram and Discord. You know where to find the link. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week at the Bees Knees Podcast. Don't forget to download this episode as well as maybe recommend us to a friend. And we will talk to you next week. (laughs) 